Hello, hello. How's it going? Welcome to episode five of the Threadwork podcast. I'm Ross Kale, and thank you for listening, or intending to anyway. It's very kind of you. Uh, I'm recording back-to-back intros today because of the potential unavailability of producer Bod over the next couple of weeks. And I'm back in the lounge because whilst it is a beautiful evening outside, uh, there's too much noise going on for me to appropriately record an intro. And so I've had to squirrel myself back inside to uh, get these uh, recorded for you. If this is your first episode, or if you're in need of a reminder, uh, Threadwork is a podcast that seeks to work out what it is that links together all the various music I'm into, and that of guests that I grab some time with also. There'll be more guest conversations in the coming weeks, so look out for those. But for the episodes that are just me, I like to use, at the moment anyway, a theme to corral the various records played on the podcast. I liken it to pulling a bag of records together for a DJ set, because currently... I find the artificial restriction of doing so allows me to sidestep what is essentially the paralysis of choice that being confronted with my entire music collection presents me. I fully appreciate that I'm essentially turning away from freedom in order to do this, and that probably says something about the conditioning of the human psyche or something. Or it says nothing of the sort, because ultimately it's just a geezer playing records on a podcast. The theme for this episode and the one in a fortnight's time is places, defined mostly as geographical locations, though with a little bit of creative license here and there. As you can imagine, the long list for such a broad theme was pretty vast, and so it quickly turned into a two-parter but could easily have been three or four. And when pulling it all together and then listening back to it, the main thread that presented itself was the emotional reaction I had to so many of the tracks, and just how many of those that I had a reaction to were instrumental. I'll give you fair warning now, I do go off on one over a track in this particular episode, so if the sound of a middle-aged man ascribing inexplicable importance to a jazz record is your thing, then prepare to be happy. If not, I'm sorry, but only a little bit, because it's my podcast and I'll have a midlife crisis on it if I want to. I've got a working theory on quite why instrumental music has such an effect, and I can trace it back to these wonderful book and story sets I had as a kid. These were slim, heavily abridged versions of a classic like Journey to the Centre of the Earth, Frankenstein or Aesop's Fables that came bundled with a narrated cassette to listen along with, and every one of them was set to music, almost always classical, and that's when I can first remember having such a reaction. I must have been seven, eight, nine or so at the time, and so that's where I think that's where it's all come from. Uh, Do tell me if this level of detail and backstory into the threads is of interest to you as a listener, or if you would prefer I just shut up and got on with the music. Uh, You can do this via the contact form on the website, threadwork.net, or via Twitter, at Ross Kale. Okay, this intro is going on a bit longer than I planned, so let's whip through the last few things I need to let you know. Uh, There are one or two musical F-bombs in this episode, so be aware of those if that is of concern. Um, artwork there may be new artwork by for the podcast by the time you're listening to this and if it's gone live then just how amazing is it and if it hasn't yet it will do soon and you should look out for it because it's amazing Uh, details will be available on the website and in the episode notes as and when and speaking of episode notes i don't know how many people look at the episode notes for podcasts in general but the threadwork ones contain the episode track listing a link to a spotify playlist and also links to buy the music played on the episode. I try and find links that directly benefit the artists wherever possible, so if you enjoy any of the music played, please consider picking up a copy or a download if you can, and supporting the artists and labels responsible. Right then, uh, please subscribe, rate, review and share the podcast if you feel it's worthy of doing so, and I'll leave you to it. Cheers. Mother Park, the Wicker, Knowlton, Freshman, Hackenthal, Shalesmoor, Wombwell, Catcliffe, Brincliffe, Attercliffe, Ecclesall. Woodhouse. I was only about 11 when this happened. We were living in a big block of flats with a sense of courtyard. 
All the bedroom Budget. windows in the building opened onto this court. Winker and sometimes, in the middle of the night, Crooks. in that building, it sounded like a massive I may have been only 11, but no one had what to tell me what all that moaning and yelling was about. I'd lie there mesmerized, listening to the first couple. Invariably, they'd wake up other couples. I'd like some kind of train reaction. Within minutes, the whole building was fucking. I mean, have you ever heard of the people fucking really enjoying it? It's a marvellous sound. Not like in the movies, but when it's real. It's such a happy, exciting sound. City is a woman.
twinkling yellow street lights. Reach out and take what you want. You can have it all. Jesus, it took a long time. I didn't think we were gonna make it. It's so bad during the day, but now it's snug and warm under the night of down sky. Everyone on Park Hill came in unison at 4.13am And the whole block fell down The tobacconist caught fire And everyone in the street died of lung cancer The groans from a T-Red Chevette You bet, you bet
So first up we heard Pulp's Sheffield Sex City from 1992, though I came to know it from 1993's intro compilation album, which I was given on cassette by a teacher at school in probably 94. I remember the cassette had Definitely Maybe by Oasis on the A side, and intro was on the B side, and given I was probably 14 at the time, that's a heavy tape to be given. I don't quite know how I ended up swapping tapes with this particular teacher. Probably says something about the equalising qualities of music, especially as I couldn't stand my school and was hardly a model student. But here I am, 25 years or so later, still as in love with this record as I ever was. It's a supremely sexy track. Obviously Jarvis Cocker can paint a picture like few others, but for me it's the bass line that really pushes this over the edge and helps drive the song to its... well, its climax. There's that bass thread again, too. Uh, always there. Playing away below us now is Baghdad Batteries from The Orb, taken from the album of the same name from 2009. You'll hear a lot more from The Orb if you continue to listen to Threadwork in the future. They're up there on my list of favourite artists, collective, group, whatever of all time. And if I think about them from a Threads perspective, I'd be drawn to their ability to pull together disparate sounds and samples and effects, and to arrange them in such a manner that there's so much intricacy but so much space at the same time. They've made a lasting impression on me that resonates to this day, and that's something I can say similar things about when discussing the next artist, the future sound of London.
you can cry me a river cry me a river I cried a river over you Being so untrue Well, you can cry me a river Cry me a river I cried a river over you You drove me, nearly drove me Out of my head While you never shed a tear Remember, I remember all that you said Told me love was too plebeian Told me you were through with me And now you say you love me Just to prove you do Come on and cry me a river Cry me a river I cried a river over you
Truth by Kamasi Washington. And that's pretty much the sound of my heart there. Some things are too big to take in and you can't hear them. And they're just emotion and you just have to hang on and hope you can make it through. Because I don't think records like that exist on the same realm as the rest of us. And if you think I've lost the plot or I'm overplaying things, then that's fine. Because I don't think some things can be explained. You either feel them or you don't. And I honestly don't know how many times I've heard that record, and there's rarely a time I'll get through it without crying or coming close to doing so. And you know, that's a beautiful thing, because some things are just that powerful, and you don't need words for that. For me, words don't get close to that level of emotion. Everything that can be and needs to be said is expressed in that 13 minutes. Anyway, yeah. Before that was Julie London with Cry Me a River from 1955. And we also heard The World Interlude from Danger Mouse and Daniele Lupi from 2011's Rome. Rome is a really good album that features Jack White, formerly of the White Stripes, and Nora Jones, and I would heartily recommend it. And before that was a couple of tracks from Future Sound of London, both from 1994. We heard a snippet of the opening track from the ISDN album, Just a Fucking Idiot, and then we went straight into the peerless cascade from Lifeforms, which for me still stands up today as an unbelievably good piece of music. Many of us will know it from the Northern Exposure Mix compilation from Sasha and Digweed, but it's sped up a bit too fast for my ageing ears on that, and I prefer it at its original tempo. And now for something completely different. Finland, Finland, Finland The country where I want to be Pony trekking or camping or just watching TV Finland, Finland, Finland It's the country for me You're so near to Russia So far from Japan Quite a long way from Cairo Lots of miles from Vietnam Finland, Finland, Finland the country where I want to be eating breakfast or dinner Or snack lunch in the hall Finland, Finland, Finland Finland has it all You're so sadly neglected And often ignored a poor second to Belgium When going abroad Finland, Finland, Finland The country where I quite want to be Here mountains so lofty Yeah, treetops so tall Finland, Finland, Finland Finland has it all Oh, together, Finnafiles! Finland, Finland, Finland The country where I quite want to be Here mountains so lofty your treetops so tall Finland, Finland, Finland Finland has it all Finland has it all
you've been listening to Threadwork over the last few months, you'll know that I need very little excuse to break out the drum and bass. And I promise to do a whole load more on what I deem classic era DMB, so I'm talking sort of 96, 97 at some point in the future. When I have conversations with other people for the podcast, I like to ask whether they've ever felt they belonged or identified to a scene or a movement. And really that question is born out of the affinity and sense of belonging I felt to the drum and bass scene when I was growing up and first learning to DJ. So this was, I think, late 94 or early 95. But, but either way, by the, by the time the records you've just heard were coming out, I was in deep. And so I'll never be able to shake that connection to the music. What we can hear now is the Wax Doctor remix of Alabama Blues by Saint Germain. And that came out on F Communications in France. And before that was Peche's jazzy stepper on the Nile that came out on one of my favourite labels at the time, Metalheads. Both of those were from 96. And before them, Monty Python with Finland from 1980. Up next, Raymond Scott with Baltimore Gas and Electric Company, which is somewhat implausibly from the early 1960s. And like that, we're nearly done for this episode of Threadwork. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this tour of the world. Uh, Part two is in a fortnight's time. And you can hear Alabama Song by The Doors from 1967 underneath us. And I'm going to leave you with another track I find deeply emotional. But this time it's the lyrics that get me. It's The Suburbs by Arcade Fire. Okay, huge thanks as always to producer Bod. I've been Ross Kale. This has been Threadwork episode five. See you next time. Cheers. (laughs) 